Within Belfast, composer Anselm MacDonald's devout Presbyterian community, it's determined that music played in church is sung a cappella and uses the psalms as texts. So even though his debut album, Light of Shore, contains music such as Eyewitnesses of His Majesty, an extended solo guitar work with sections devoted to the apostles, the composer is hesitant about using the term religious music. Or more precisely, he's not satisfied with the idea that any of his music, such as a piece composed using samples of a speech by Arlene Foster or Leo Varadka or Boris Johnson, is not an expression of his faith, as he told Culture File. I have difficulty with the term, I guess, religious music or sacred music in a way, because um, I believe that all my music is an expression in a way of um, of religiousness because I'm, I'm a Christian and I'm uh, very devoted and um, all of these works are a form of self-expression for me so that obviously is kind of filtering into everything but I don't write music uh, well I've written one or two pieces but I don't really write music for performance in the liturgy um, uh, similar to um, composers like Messian um, but yes that is that is threaded throughout this piece so this piece is based on seven of the apostles of Jesus when you say you don't write music for the liturgy is that you haven't yet or there's a kind of principle that you avoid it I, I think there's a couple of things filtering into it one is that the the denomination that I belong to um, which is the Reformed Presbyterian Church of Ireland um, we sing a cappella four-part harmony and we only sing psalms so there's no uh, there's no instruments uh, in our worship and it means that all the music that is performed is music that is singable by a non-professional congregation. It draws a lot on uh, folk song and kind of older hidden melodies that are familiar to people. So in one sense, in a kind of practical sense, uh, it means that I, I don't have any particular interest in writing a mass setting, for example, because um, that wouldn't be performed in, in my church. Um, I, I am very interested in writing for amateur musicians, but yeah, writing writing for kind of a liturgical setting hasn't interested me particularly so far, and I haven't found a need to express myself that way. If the the music in your church is of a very particular type and and takes a very tight format. Is it a strange idea then to write music, and, and I know you're avoiding the term religious, but to write non-secular music that is in that same space, even if it would never be performed in the literal space? It's certainly something I've thought about. I think I've come round now to thinking that um, in a way it actually, that that really releases me to explore a lot of things outside of that context. And by that I mean that I know a lot of uh, Christian musicians who are, what they write kind of exists in a hermetic bubble of being written for other people in, in the worship service and that's where their works are performed. They don't really exist outside of that sphere. Um, whereas the fact that what, it, what we're singing in church, singing the Psalms and with those melodies and it, it already exists, there's no pressure on me to you know, have to try to contribute something that I feel would be of acceptable quality for for the worship of God, but also 
I think releases me to investigate and be curious outside of that and encourages me to spread my wings in that context. So uh, I, I could see how some musicians might think of it as a limiting thing. I find good, I find it quite positive and feel that it has prevented me from uh, compartmentalizing myself too much. And how do people within your community, within your church community, respond to your music? Uh, I mean, I'm actually, I, I'm married to the minister's uh, daughter and uh, my, my in-laws um, certainly find my music quite interesting. <laughs> it's grow, it's growing on them, I think, and they're super supportive. Everyone is very supportive and, you know, really, in, I think, engages with the music. It's not a familiar form of expression, I think, for most of them, um, which my, my, my choral works, I think, are, are more kind of, would be listened to twice, let's put it that way. <laughs> this is the calm for the state. Cross purposes for the search. Which was commissioned by Crash. I was listening to it and thinking, what a monument for a particular a year in all our lives it was. From its mood to actually its ingredients. I struggled with the piece initially because they asked me to respond in some way to the pandemic, which we were still living through. Um, and I had been avoiding that. I don't know, this is maybe embarrassing to admit, but I've, I, I quite enjoy sometimes the, the videos that are made. And they're, they're generally actually of political speeches, uh, kind of meme videos on, on YouTube where people take the likes of speeches by Barack Obama and turn them into, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen songs or, or things like that. You know, they put them together in such a way that all the words are taken out of context and put together to form some sort of music, which makes some sort of statement. Work. work. Go to work from home. And that, that was my idea, although I feel I had to take very little out of context to actually make my point, uh, that I kind of was able to just present some of these sound bites and they speak for themselves. Uh, but yeah, it was very much that almost documentary, slightly mocking, but also slightly angry format that, that struck me and that I thought would be appropriate um, for the piece. And I'm, and I'm sorry, and I'm, As it worked very well, is it something that you can take on and use in your music more generally? Like what you learned from making that piece and also its sort of its approach to the world and to politics? Yeah, it, it certainly is. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, <laughs> maybe I was just really frustrated during lockdown. I, I wrote two quite kind of, I guess, furious sort of politically inspired pieces. Uh, the, the other was for the London Symphony Orchestra, or, well, members of the London Symphony Orchestra, and it was called The Union Is Our God, and it used um, extracts from a speech by Arlene Foster. You can hear her voice kind of throughout the piece, but also I derived pitch content through it and then used it for the flute material. It was uh, the, the Union Is Our Guiding Star, which was, it was back when... I think the, D the DUP agreed to lend their support to the Conservatives and go into a coalition government with them, that the union was going to be what directed and guided their decisions um, as a government. You know, later it turned out to be a kind of a stab in the back <laughs> from the Conservatives for them. You can engage with it as a piece, but if you know the title, if you know a little bit about the context of the title, then there are extra little nuggets to discover within the pieces. The top one, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Excuse me. Where it was is much higher than where it is right now. 
Anselm MacDonald there and the album Light of Shore is available from, you guessed it, Bandcamp. And MacDonald is one of the composers taking part in the National Concert Halls after Beethoven's series this summer. Full details on nch.ie.